Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to wherever you are. This is the Curdy Flower and welcome on Fashion on the Beat. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So today I want to share with you guys one of the latest articles that I've published on thecurdyflower.com, my blog. And uh, it's a Netflix show review of uh, a TV show that uh, I found it both good and uh, bad. And there is a, there are several reasons why. And um, so let's go like, okay. The reason why I was watching this show uh, in the context, yes. So the reason was um, I was curious to put a face to its creator and um, the author of the, this TV show who has also written and produced other, um, other films, other TV shows and uh, reality uh, shows too. So I was curious, you know, to put a face to its creator and like know also his acting and uh, the context uh well i took the whole day basically not the whole day but like half a day to watch this series there are eight episodes uh, each of them lasts uh, between 30 35 minutes and i was simply doing my braids and i just let it go you know so like for the first five or four episodes I was watching it and doing my braids that came out so good <laughs> they, I'm so proud of them and um, and then the last uh, three four four episodes I was just so intrigued and uh, I was like there were some I was already having some thoughts on it and I was like I cannot wait I need to I need to write it down and uh, give a review of this show and let my readers know what I think. And yes, I need to put it down. It is really important and relevant. So what is the show that I'm talking about? It's Black AF, hashtag Black AF. So as always, I'm going to read uh, the article and uh, discuss it and uh, differently from the previous episodes, episode on Fashion on the Beat, the third one, I will not take the time to uh, comment and discuss two articles because in 30 minutes it would be too much, too much content for just 30 minutes. So let's try again with just one article so that I can elaborate every part that I feel like elaborating in a good way you know so let's begin so this article was published uh, uh, April 19th 2020 by the curly flower title hashtag black AF is it good because it's black their readers or their listeners this week Netflix launched a new series called Hashtag Black AF by American screenwriter and producer Kenya Barris, with Rashida Jones as an actress and executive producer in the joint, as Spike Lee would say. I am 
a fan of Spike Lee. Um, I like his work. So, I, I think that he influenced me a lot whenever I have to think about African-American productions or the African-American experience um, on screens. And I, I am... I'm very much aware that he is not the only person that I should look up to because there are so many other talented directors, writers and producers, you know, um, and performers, you know, actors and actresses. But he, like his old school um, had a, like, had a huge influence on me because he was the... He takes a lot of inspirations from French movies uh, and like um, some European directors and I resonate, resonate a lot with that because coming from Italy, I grew up watching old movies. By old movies, I mean not the 80s and 70s, I literally mean 40s, 50s and, and 60s and um, uh, movies by... Italians, French people, some German, British. So his old school was a, some sort of a bridge the, between the old and new world, you know? So, so yeah, I just wanted to add this comment. Let's uh, continue with the reading. I was curious to watch this show, Black AF, uh, because of Rashida Jones, daughter of Quincy Jones. She's a biracial American actress, half white and half black. The first time I saw her acting was on The Office, one of my favorite TV shows. I love The Office. Oh my gosh. Like, it's one of those TV shows that they just put me... It is so... Uh, each episode, it's so raw and real but at the same time surreal that it makes me it makes me smile i don't know if you know the office or parks and rec but especially the office you know what i'm talking about as a fan of grownish and blackish hopefully one day i'll get to watch mixish i've always wanted to give a face to its creator kenya berries once I knew that he was the author and producer of this show, I decided to take some of my time and watch the whole show carefully. So, grownish and blackish, and one day, literally, I hope to see mixedish, but I don't have a TV right now, and I don't have HBO or, you know, the station, whatever channel is uh, mixedish in, on, sorry. Um... So Grownish, if I must be honest, I started, like, the very first show that I watched was Grownish. Uh, I know Blackish and Mixedish because of Grownish. And Blackish is the principal TV. If you're not aware of these TV shows, basically they are like a a whole TV series, a collection of, it's a collection of TV series centered around the same plot and the same characters, but they have their own stories and 
point of views and uh, um, storylines and some of them are prequel and sequel it depends on the on the show so mixedish is the prequel of blackish from the point of view of the mom of the family rainbow called Bo, interpreted by uh tracy alice ross and grownish is uh, the story of uh, one of the daughters of the family uh, i believe the oldest one yeah um in blackish uh zoe uh interpreted by yara shahidi who goes to college and she finds her crew friends and uh, they all live adventures and stuff you know so i've watched i think one episode of blackish yes i watched one episode of blackish and but i am a very my, I, i'm very fond of grownish because um it is a good show although pretty much unrealistic but at the same time um with grownish um like i came across talented artists that i didn't know they were you know that famous here and like it was i discovered it in back in 2018 and i had uh, arrived here almost you know like it was my second year in the US I wasn't uh, I didn't know much about African American movies a lot just the major ones but uh, TV shows not really so Grownish was a big step for me and also for sentimental from a sentimental point of view because Grownish was the first TV show that I watched with the the guy that uh, I was with um, I was in a relationship with and um, yeah so it was a f- like yeah <laughs> okay so let's continue hashtag black black af is an enjoyable and funny show however there were some parts that I found repetitive repetitive and out of tone I think that this is typical of Mr. Barry's writing. Let me tell you something. So, again, um, I didn't say this. Uh, blackish, grownish, and mixedish, especially blackish, because the, it's the principle, it's the core of this whole collection of TV series, is based on the, um, the life of Kenya Barry's. He is uh, a um, Hollywood person, an African-American man, middle-aged, um, part of, middle, of the upper middle class, uh, Angelino. So he lives in uh, California with his family. It's a big family, six kids and um, a wife. And um, so he lives a reality that only... S- some black people live and there are not much of them and uh, just in general like there are not a lot of people who can afford to live in that hollywood way or like in that kind of environment and um, and even less like even a restricted number uh, of african-american people can afford that lifestyle so there are like he's repetitive because 
like I get it why people say that he's repetitive um because he always he doesn't change his um his plots his uh, storylines and uh, it seems almost redundant and he benefits from it because uh, right now this is the trend but um it's nothing new nothing fresh from him his uh, versatility is not that admirable that's what people say about it about him and his writing and in part i do believe that because i i haven't watched all of his movies or tv shows but uh, from what i can you know from what i watched from what i read um, by him they are all pretty much the same they follow the same structure and um and so yes it is repetitive but at the same time i think that it is something still innovative and uh, worth the representation so i am glad and uh, i still admire his work no matter what so um when i say out of tone i i specifically mean out of tone in black af because there were some comments that literally they were just too much um for example when uh, he keeps repeating that he hates white people but like multiple times and um, you know the first two or three times you think that okay i get it white people are weird you know <laughs> like i'm sure that if you are a black person especially american or brown like me you sometimes you you can say and like you you definitely have thought at least one time in your life yes white people are weird okay uh but at the same time when you when you're so anger like there was something out of tone exact like i cannot say it like there was something out of tone yes and like too much it was too much like uh, literally he was repetitive i hate white people i hate white like we get it dude okay like can we go and go over this because they are weird they don't deserve this much attention so can we go over this like why are are you so stubborn and uh, his stubbornness was getting on the way of the plot i think in some parts of the uh of the episodes but you know this again i am not african american i am not american at all so i like i feel like that i have to express what i think and like you know it is my right but at the same time okay i am collecting all these thoughts and see your point of view so i'm just gonna embrace it inhale it and think about it so yeah but again i found a little bit repetitive and out of, out of tone even though it is enjoyable and a funny show because it is like i loved rashida jones especially rashida jones and i just i just loved it i i really enjoyed that show okay but there are some cons so let's continue in general 
again, yes. In general, I had a good time watching it, watching the TV show, because I am an aspiring screenwriter. See, I do have a passion for fashion and movies, and journalism gives me the ability to keep up to keep it up with both both fields. I feel fulfilled when creativity with visuals and words come together because they carry a lot of messages that can shape, help and be at service at a community. But I think that my point of view as an immigrant brown woman of color can highlight some issues that the media industry in this country has in its own institutions and society perpetuated in this TV show. Again, that's exactly what I said before this paragraph. And yes. <laughs> um, okay, the other two sections of the articles are divided in uh, some big paragraphs and uh, small ones. So, first one, the title. Just like Grownish and Blackish, the family portrayed in this TV show is mixed with a biracial mother, an African-American father, hip, trendy and fit kids living comfortably in sunny California and being part of the upper middle class. Some might argue that as Kenya Berries takes his own family and life into into as inspirations for his shows, this in reality isn't a truthful representation of a black family in the USA. Los Angeles isn't the setting for everyone, yet the entertainment industry in which both the fictional and real Barry's family makes profit from. I am not African American, but the American black people I have been friends with and I know do not live like Kenya and Rashida. I met some who do, but the majority of them don't. For this reason, I thought the title was more of a marketing strategy to catch an audience rather than a self-explanatory description of the show. I didn't grasp, grasp the AF part while watching the show. So, I am sorry if my voice sounds a little weird. It's because I am drinking um, some tea. And, uh, and yeah, so like I've been drinking tea and I'm just talking, but... Yeah, so a lot of like, wa- it's a watery um, throat and mouth. <laughs> so I apologize for this inconvenience if you uh, can listen to this. So, okay, in this, about the title. So Black AF, hashtag Black AF. So already the usage of the hashtag makes me think that this show is really modern and uh, keeps it up with the times that we're in. Like it's very social media oriented and very, I would say also trendy. Um, So it makes me think that this family can afford a certain status and can afford also uh, some products. Uh, you must have a smartphone, multiple smartphones, you know, I don't know, it just makes me think about, like, if it's a, it's a TV show about a family and it's called hashtag black AF, the things that I think uh, instinctly are that this family is, like, 
lives comfortably, so can afford both time and some kind of products to access to the internet and to spend, you know, part of the day on the internet, you know? So this, and also the formality of the TV show. So comedy, but also raw and real, it gets to the point, AF, you know? So that's what I thought. And um, I wasn't surprised though to see, like I wasn't surprised to see a biracial family per se, because I was just, and this is a problem that I was not surprised because if I say black, I should automatically think that the cast looks like my mom's complexion, African, Latina, but, you know, dark-skinned, not like me. And uh, some of the cast in this show, some of them were light-skinned, some of them were dark-skinned, but if the family, you know, if the main if the main characters are part of a black family, why are there not more dark-skinned people? So that was my first, you know, thought, but I was not surprised. But at the same time, this approach of mine made me think, okay, why am am I not surprised at all? Like. Why? So I was thinking about the title and uh, thinking about also, okay, like, I get it, but I also don't get it, but I get it. You feel me? So, um, and yeah, it's not the representation of like the black families that I've been interacting with. Um, some of them, yes, they have, they have certain lifestyles that are really similar, if not the same of uh, Kenya Berries, um, and uh, I must say that I have met them both in New York and LA, and uh, again, those are metropolitan areas, but uh, if I'm uh, also in other areas too, I met people who are living a certain, with a certain lifestyle that is really comfortable. But the majority of the black people that I've met, they are not from the upper class. They are middle or sometimes even lower class. So mm, I'm not saying that they are poor. Sometimes they are poor. But I I don't think that this is the real representation of uh, African-American families. Not at all. And uh, I could say this with also other races that uh, I've been interacting with. Mm, so I was really, I was feeling a little funny about this. I was, okay, again, this is unrealistic. A little bit like grownish. You do not have like that college experience. Like you do have it. And I believe in exceptions because my college experience has been really 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 different a little bit like zoe but without 
a fancy room or like a group of friends that we kick in every day and like we are hip and cool and trendy like no so yeah but I also get it because you know tv writing you have to make people dream somehow but at the same time you have to wake people up so what are you gonna do let's continue the scenes the show is a documentary filmed by one of barry's daughter played by iman benson this is an assignment she has for her college admission enrolling as a film major she plans to show off her father and the entire family as she presents her cinematographic skills. In the first episode, she introduces each family member her house and what kind of status she lives in. What I appreciated in this episode was the historical intermission with which Iman's character explains the importance of swag, appearance and urban fashion among the African-American community. Many are the times when Barrys mentions that all issues related to black people started with American slavery, including the origins of the Sunday best suits, followed by the athletic leisure clothes and accessories that came later with hip-hop, social movements and literary, literary, literary currents. Another point Barrys makes sure make sure to note throughout the series is the relationship between black creatives and critics, specifically in the movie industry. In one scene, with several filmmakers like Ava DuVernay, Issa Rae and Leah White, he ponders in how relevant a creative work should be viewed, appreciated and discussed. Not everyone ends up having the same thought, but at, the least, at least there is an open conversation. The last three episodes are mostly focused on partnership and marital problems. I found this part interesting, but also not a universal experience that black women and men face. Every romantic relationship is unique and suits the individuals who are involved, but I believe that this was saturated and forced with a splash of reality. One thing is true though, couple fights are really a realities but important to establish a long-term bond. I think this paragraph is kind of self-explanatory. So those were like the points that I really appreciated that uh, Barrys was able to portray in the, um, in the episodes. But the final question, that's the name of the last paragraph. The last question. So is this show good because it's about black people or do people want it to be considered good because it was made by a black man? One thing that I appreciated by Barrys was that he pointed out how scared this society is to express criticism. This fear comes from political correctness, oftentimes too stiff and stagnant that doesn't make enough space to transparency and fairness because there is the major worry to hurt a group of people. Within the community, there are communication problems too. Is this show bad because it didn't speak to people of color or because it didn't spark any reflections among the audience? I think those questions are really important 
and uh, they this that's the reason why I wrote this article because yes it's my blog is about fashion and uh, creativity and how to invest your creativity in different kind of forms mentally financially and uh, spiritually but those are the questions that are important when you work in media and in creative fields is uh, what do you want your product to be marketed targeted viewed and appreciated do you have a, a purpose in realizing in doing your work for me this show was both good and bad nothing spectacular but also a sociological experience i will always be a learner in this country i'm happy to be a student for life even though there are times when i wish i could master and share my knowledge already however i do recognize that time will make its job and the learning is a constant journey we're all on as a part of a narrow minority made of brown and black immigrant women i plan to invest my time in knowing my surroundings and let my creativity sprout within limita- within limitations fears and temporary struggles i might face before calling the usa my home i need to understand its people and listen to their voices make sh- oh sorry <laughs> yes that's the end of the of the of of the piece and then um i wrote it make sure to stream hashtag blake af because you will laugh and smile but also learn a lot and hopefully make constructive um observations on your own so yeah this is my review for hashtag black af was it a good show yes was it a good show because it's black N- no for me no my answer is it was a good show because comedy was well written despite some repetitions that could have been avoided um but maybe that's my sense of humor who knows anyways it was good because it was educative and not because it was made by or they were black people it was made by black people no but uh, as a brown woman i was glad to see and reflect on this tv show as a brown woman and uh yeah so that's my thoughts those are my thoughts and i hope you appreciated my point of view i hope that i installed some um seeds do you say that uh, i don't know but like okay let's say that i hope that you guys came out with uh, some reflections on your own and um let me know what you think you can find me on instagram at the curdy flower on twitter at the curdy flower 1 number 1 and uh, on my blog on my website thecurdyflower.com you can leave a comment under this post or um 
under my social media, you know how to find me. So, yeah, thank you for tuning in and keep staying staying tuned.